to the Food Talk Show. Hi there. My name is Susie Warren-Smith. And for the next 30 minutes, we're going to be talking all things food and drink. I'll put a little bit of music in there. It's quite fun. Um, I'm joined by my fellow presenter, AJ Sharp. Hello. Who's a taste expert. Hi. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Good. And um, for the second week, we are joined by Christabel Cairns of the Guild of Fine Food. Hi. Managed to get your first programme in. Should be yep. a nice and experienced now. One. Yeah, second one. Here we go. Um, and obviously, the, the, the Guild of Fine Food uh, runs the Great Taste Awards. Um, we're going we're gonna to be sampling a few three stars. We are. We are. We've got, got lots of interesting ones. We've been doing loads of free stars, haven't we? Um, and it's very, very exciting. Um, we've also got uh, an expert with us because we, we like to have a little expert and we're tasting a few things. And it's Jacob Thundil. Hey. From. Thanks for having me. Is it Soiza? Sozier, like a Soizier. French person who makes sauces. Soizy, right. And that is, that is spelt S O Y Z E, just in case anybody was wondering. And you've brought some of your amazing products around. Two of them are our uh, Great Taste Three Star Award winners. Um, we've also got some other things to, to try. Why, why, why have we brought these in? Well, uh, Christabel and I wanted to kind of talk about food innovation and how oh, interesting yeah. that is. Because the Great Taste Awards, it, it's not a static thing every single year. You see completely different trends coming through. You see different types of food coming through. Um, and you see a, a rise in different things. We, we noticed this year there's a, there's a huge rise in the quality of plant-based products being created. Wow. Like, almost like a step change. Like a step like, change. Yeah. You know, they've been entered for years. The first generation of them, were, obviously it was all very innovative at the time to, to, to have a developed an alternative. awful, honestly. Some, some wasn't as... Mm. It was always well, it's being it's hard. It's hard to, to do. It's not easy. And mm. I think over time... It's become much less of a comparison. They're becoming categories in their own right and they're becoming so much better in their own right. So a lot of people don't like using the word vegan. Well, it, it, it's a lifestyle choice to be vegan, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but I just I think it has had negative connotations. Agree. Uh, and, and therefore, you, you know, I think a lot of people are moving away from that word and, and much preferring plant based. Are you finding that, Christopher? Yeah, I think so. It's it, plant based and, and free from and, you know, we're going to talk about free from product in a minute. But it's the idea, as you said, AJ, that things can stand on their own and their products in their own right rather than being something that's yeah. not something else because for me um uh, we, we, we're going to taste some of these of jacob's products in a minute it's like wow that's really nice that oh it's vegan or it's plant-based yeah, sort of so what you know, in a way it's just well, it just tastes amazing and i wouldn't be entirely vegan because i knew wouldn't either aj because we, we can't live without cheese it would be very hard to live without very hard cheese. um but um but it's, i'm sure like like me you're probably eating more and more vegan stuff just because there's some great stuff out there yeah, I'm eating more plant-based things. I'm eating more fermented 
things, you know, kombuchas and kimchis and things that didn't, it wasn't, the words weren't even in my lexicon four years ago. I'd never even mm. heard of them. And suddenly I'm buying them with my weekly shop each week. And it is just this, you know, taste palettes are evolving, trends are evolving the entire time. Things change from year to year. Mm. I, think, I think that's really important with I these. Think, yeah, it's, it's good food done well, doesn't it? So you've got the same argument, you know, you've got whatever chickens <laughs> that are badly looked after. You want to eat a nicely yep. looked after chicken. So mm. it's the same sort of thing. Mm. So you were saying about innovation um, um, coming through more and more and more. Is it because people are trying to push boundaries or, or, or we're just, uh, us Brits are just inventive or, or, or what, why do you think it is? So, well, Great Taste is products from all around the world. And I think it's, there's lots of different things. You know, there's, there's sustainability angles, there's cost implications, there's that thing that I just mentioned about, you know, doing things well, supporting your local economy. I think it's just people are looking at the way things are done in a way mm. that they perhaps haven't done until recently yeah I, th I think sustainability is a huge driver because you know there are people who follow a vegan diet and that's great I think they're they're doing what what's right for them and I think there are also people who are conscious consumers who are eating a varied diet that like you say they're trying to pick meat that's probably come from good husbandry they're trying to get dairy from local dairies and then they are genuinely inspired to purchase products that are less a lower less carbon weight yeah. and I mean, I, the story behind them as well yeah you know? i mean i i strongly subscribe to something that the you know why would you not have something around that's been produced around the corner if it's good quality than have something that's been you know millions of miles away it just doesn't make any sense particularly now um doesn't make any sense at all so. and you know we're picking things that have less packaging less less mm. plastic packaging i think people are genuinely voting with their feet when it comes to this kind of stuff yeah and they want to know where the food comes from mm. Now, Jacob, we've got some of your products in front of us. Now, first of all, um, you, you were compelled to enter the Great Taste Awards a few years ago. Did you do very well initially? Well, well I have to say I've been in the food industry for 18 years. Mm -hmm. uh, the sources are two years old. And three stars, uh, I know it, they look like London buses now. There are too many of them came at the same time. Well, for you, you, never have for you, yeah, <laughs> not for everybody did. else. You never have too many, but... <laughs> but um, yeah, I wanted to say I tried for 18 years, right? Yeah. I don't want you to think that this was just a no, beginner no, no, fact. No, no, yeah. Um, yeah, and it was um, the first one. I won two uh, single stars and one two stars, and that was in 2021. And I got detailed feedback from the Guild of Fine Food. So what I did was um, I was shying away from it because I was really proud that I got a two star and two one stars. But I've got a co-founder who is quite determined. And then I got feedback from Whole Foods. So Whole yeah, Foods, well. yeah, Whole yeah, Foods Market said, oh, you could improve uh, this a little bit more, but we'll list the products. So I thought that was also a compliment. But obviously my co-founder doesn't think that way. So then uh, <laughs> we went back to the drawing board, you know, and then we just followed the instructions um, from the judges. So, And, and Christabel, a lot of awards, uh, t uh, food awards, don't, give feedback do they where it's where it's really important for you guys and it's time consuming but you consider it important we definitely consider it important i mean we go so fast you know some people in the business call it a food food accreditation scheme rather than an awards scheme because actually mm. we think the feedback is almost more important than the awards i mean the awards are great they get consumers to know about your product people list products but the feedback is is the kind of main but the key thing, thing is not to fall in love too much with your product I would say, mm -hmm. and try and be in a, as objective as you can. It's not a criticism, not personal. It, it's you need to do what Jacob and 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 his team are doing, and and go right. Well, we're going to take this as a 
positive and, and see how we can just do it even better. Absolutely. And those are the people who are going to succeed, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. And I think, I mean, I'm, I'm, I know I mentioned this last week as well, but risk of sounding like a broken record, you know, somebody said to me recently, actually the feedback for the stuff I didn't get any awards for was the most useful. And I had to look at it like, not as a personal criticism yes. and sort of like oh actually yeah you need you know, to do this is that. actually a helpful nugget yeah and it's, I, I mean to me it's sort of the best bit of market research you can do you know definitely definitely so let's try some jacob uh what would you suggest we we try first so your products um we, we've got some fish sauce some soy sauce and some oyster sauce in front of us we have two three star winners and a two star so how would you like us to do this i think we should start with the noya sauce Okay. No, noya stands for no soya. Ah, sauce. so that's the soya sauce. Yeah, because okay. uh, fish sauce is a bit more salty. Okay. Yeah. So I think you need to. We we should point out just in case somebody's missed these that these are fish sauce alternatives. So they are. So I've got it here. Okay. So this is this is um, uh, an alternative to soya sauce. Explain what you make it out of. So we make it um, with sustainable seaweed harvested off the shores of Wick in Scotland, and um, I have a friend. Uh, from Shore Seaweed Company that helps me to harvest it. I could just drink that. Yeah. Delicious, isn't it? I would love you to drink it. Yeah, don't just give me a cocktail stick with it. This is, <laughs> that is gorgeous. This is the Sorry, do carry on. Yeah. So, so seaweed based. We, we brew it um, up in Sheffield. Uh, and how we came about it was um, we, gorgeous. where I was making a, a ramen broth. And when you make ramen broth, you use uh, kombu. And kombu, uh, I didn't realize the purpose of kombu because this time around I used just kombu to start with. So I tasted the kombu and I thought this tastes really brothy. And then I used some of it. meaty. Yeah. Mm. I, I left some of it there and then it become more stronger. Then I left it in the fridge by mistake for a few days and then I tried it again, <laughs> right? And just increasing. In yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I thought, this is great. Um, and then... Um, this was on in my mind for a, a while, but I didn't do anything with that information. But then we had lockdown. So uh, these are Loads lockdown of time babies. To fiddle around. <laughs> Excellent. So the next one, oyster sauce. Now this this is, you know, when you go to Chinese restaurants sometimes, it's it can be really globby and horrible. Oyster sauce, yeah. So, so I haven't had oyster sauce for a long time because I've, I've had some really bad... These are organic certified as well, so... Uh, okay, cool. So, um, and locally made, so I think uh, these won't be globby. In <laughs> That's any not, way. It's not actually a word, I admit yeah, yeah, yeah. that. But um, do you know what I mean? They're just, they're just really horrible. Sort of lump of gelatinous, mm, like It's the, a gelatinous sauce. thing. So it's... Um, has oyster sauce or this oyster sauce, has that got a, a brewing element to it as well? Yeah. Because I feel like you can smell that on both of them. So it's got no oysters in it. It's got no oysters in it. Right. So it's got no oysters in it. it it's called noyster, as in no oysters. But it does taste like the best oyster sauce. And it does taste kind of fishy, but in a nice way. Yeah, and it's how sort of does it? Umami that's what, and That's where sweet. Great Taste have said this time, we want your fish sauce to taste more fishy. So that's our next challenge because we've tried to keep the fishy away because, you know, when it's we didn't write style. seaweed anywhere on pack because there are people who don't really like the strong taste of seaweed. Mm. And also, um, we didn't want to say vegan on top of the bottle because we don't want non-vegans not to mm -hmm. try so the product. It's a big issue that I think. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I yeah. really like that. I'd have that. Amazing. Little, I'd just have that as a in a pot with some little crudités. 
It's sweet. It's fruity. It's it's salty. It's of course, sweet. it's salty. No, it's not too it's sweet. Sweetie. And it's, it's got, got a lovely long finish. Yeah, like a beer. Well, there must be the brewing, the beer, or the sort of beery sake tea thing to it as well. That's like delicious. Slightly tanniny, mm. drying. Mm. So we um, we tried to um, use different seaweed to try and balance the taste. Yeah. So it's a it's a blend of seaweeds and. Each of them uh, tastes different because of the kind of seaweed that we use. Hmm. And that's why I brought along a little bit of seaweed for you guys to smell smell and taste because you can t- you can try I mean, one of them. There are thousands of different types of seaweeds, aren't there? And I'm a, a right. Seaweed grows very quickly, doesn't it? So it's very really quick. sustainable. Yes. So how do you do you have like a seaweed farm out to sea? No, um, it's in Wick and it's wild harvested. So um, we've had do- we've had Doctor Seaweed on this program. Did you know that Craig? You had Craig. Craig, yeah, it's great. Yeah. So so we've had, in fact we've had Doctor Seaweed on twice in the last six years, and and so if you listener want to know about seaweed, just go onto the Food Talk website, put in Doctor Seaweed, and you can listen to that program about how we harvest seaweed. Fascinating, really good for you as well. They make pharmaceuticals out of it as well as uh, and, and packaging now as well. So actually, mm. Craig gave me a sample. The first sample that I got for seaweed was from Craig. Yeah, and Craig gave me a sample of a very common seaweed in the UK, mm-hmm. and um, that's mostly used in uh, feed, animal feed. Yeah, that's right. And uh, it's it it's very hard to use it because it smells like leather. Yeah, and uh, you know you wouldn't be able to make a sauce and sell it to someone. He does make great oils infused yes. with seaweed that are f- some of them are smoked. God, they're so good. So I'm just chewing on this bit of dried seaweed that you brought <laughs> Why in, are you doing that? Which it, well, I just wanted to taste it. Um, and it's salty and it tastes like seaweed, unsurprisingly. What, what, how, what's the process from from harvesting? So um, it's dried because uh, the drying process takes out some of the really fishy notes because what we wanted to capture was the just the savoury notes because it's quite difficult to isolate those um some of them can be quite smelly as well. Mm-hmm. So what we were trying to achieve here was to go as close to soy sauce, but maybe something different, slightly different, so that people have something else rather than trying to copy something, you know, because we it's, call it... A, it's its own thing as opposed to yeah. tending to, to be something well. else, yeah. We call it an alternative rather than a substitute. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we use a combination of uh, brewing pickling and drying to remove that uh, that's a secret secret squirrel process that you're not allowed to know about (laughs) patented well i really like that so shall we try the fish sauce now a lot of people don't like fish sauce well Uh, uh, if you get a great fish sauce it's really really good And, and it has a distinct taste profile in cooking unfortunately some of the bottled ones are really not very good are they christabel Slightly yeasty type of smell. Just, well, they just taste horrible. And, and the aroma so, is the worst thing about it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Very and we had a garden article, which I didn't even know about, a um, couple of weeks ago, talking about our fish sauce. And they were looking at sustainability of um, fish sauce production. Uh, and, you know, and it, it's pretty it opened my eyes to yeah. certain points. Well, that has that traditional salty hit, doesn't it? It does. It reminds me of the flavour of kind of anchovies. It does, yeah, actually. Um, which is incredible because it's never seen an anchovy in its life. <laughs> so what's in that? Is that seaweed again? Yeah, I need to oh. I need to remove, um, I need to add more fishy notes to this. Mm. 
Mm. I'm hoping for a three star next year. <laughs> So you got two. They won't know it's you because they don't two. have any labels on when they yeah. get it. But, you know, good luck. Tried and tested. <laughs> Tried and tested. Tried and t- I love that you're taking the feedback. Though. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. And, and brilliant. innovating and actually really thinking about your process. Never stopping. Never incredible. stopping. Shall we try some other three stars? Yeah. Uh, you've selected some, I think, Christopher, or possibly AJ. I'm telling you now, I'm not having that one in that, that <laughs> jar there because I just accidentally put my a little tiny finger in there to taste it off. Oh, whoa, I'm not doing that. You're not doing it? No. So I like so the fact that it's got sort of two and a half chilies on the, on the side. Just, you know. Well, I don't know what it's three. <laughs> so do you want to, uh, Christabel, just tell us what product we have here? Yeah, so this is... Um, you need to know what you think of this, Kicking, kicking chilli, chocolate habanero and uh, cocoa, or, yeah, cocoa sauce. Uh, so it's a hot sauce. And I uh, presume you can have that to dip in or, or you can use it for a bit of cooking. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of condiment, really. Um, yes. I would say. AJ, I can't wait to see your face. I'm not tasting it again. Oh, right. Chili kicks in after <laughs> one second. Is it, there's a big Half capital a letters on the side that says for the experience. Oh, yes. right. So Which I I'm just not. took a slug of that. Okay, it's building. It builds it's a building. lot. It really does build. Can I have some of your cucumber, please? It's very fruity, though. I can't it's, taste any fruity. You can't taste. Oh, you've got it's too much. I, I went. I'll let you three t- taste it's it so first. Spicy, so I went a bit. It? It's too hot for me. Yeah, I actually really like that. But I guess um, you you can't be chugging this. I think you, it's well, I think Christabel probably is. She's on the third go of that. <laughs> it's really interesting though because my daughter eats really hot chili stuff, but good stuff, and she can then distinguish different tastes or whatever if i have too much chili for, for my palate i then can't taste anything so I, I i guess we have different bars don't we of how 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 we can do that and i think mine is a bit low so so after so i see i can't taste anything in that because i just the heat just overpowers i me. find it really fascinating i did hot sauce mm. judging this year or yeah. last year sorry it's my worst nightmare that is for the great taste awards <laughs> and i've never done hot sauce but i've done the training and I actually didn't realise. And I turned up and I was looking around at all the people in the room thinking, it's hardly any females here today. It's hardly any at all. And actually, there was a much greater uh, number of men. And I think, I don't know whether this is a, a male-female thing or maybe a perceived thing, but it seems that the male palate can, can distinguish at kind a of different level. levels. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's well, no, what you noticed. It's what I noticed. And it's something that I remember when I did WSET wine tasting that they were saying the female palate can detect very uh, delicate notes mm. much more clearly. And the male palate's better at the... I mean, it's 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 a very... How yeah, it's this? a sweeping statement. But it's interesting because we actually spend quite a bit of time making sure that we've got men and women on different... You know, yeah. up on the panels. And you wouldn't get me on that panel and, and pay me as much as you like, but I'm not doing it. I've got <laughs> two separate friends that carry hot sauce around in their handbags. So both, both really? women. And they always ring me after the, the hot sauce days every year and say, God, I've got any left tell over. Me what, yeah, tell me what one. <laughs> tell me what one. But what I found was so fascinating, and I was judging with Harry Gotra, who you guys know, yeah. and it was fantastic the the breadth the variety the different levels of fruit and the more you did it the more you realize what an incredible sector this actually yeah, is. yeah it's very vibrant one of our judges is, is called jay webley he's a brilliant absolutely huge knowledge on on chili did a training session for all our coordinators this year and i think or last year rather and i think that really opened everybody's eyes yeah. on sort of the scale you know it wasn't just hot or not kind of thing yeah no, was, no. You know, different so if anybody's into this it's kicking K-I-C-K-I-N, chilli, chocolate habanero and cocoa intense hot sauce. 
So if you can taste it, which I can't, I presume you've got some nice stuff coming up there. Oh, I think that would be lovely, like over a meat as a marinade or something, or maybe in mm. your... Particularly if you're doing some sort of Mexican theme. In a mince, yeah. Yeah, be, be, because... Uh, sort of like that slightly, like the mole kind of... Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Mm. Yes. Don't invite me around if anybody's making that. Um, <laughs> right, the next. On our chocolate theme, I, I believe, Christabelli, you've brought some chocolate too. We've got some... Yeah, we've got a range of chocolates from a, a producer here called Louisa's, who's won, I think, a couple of two stars and a one star. Is that... AJ's got the package Yes. Yeah, that's so right. So Louisa's, um, L-U-I-S-A. And I think probably the interesting thing about these chocolates, and again, <coughs> you know, people just sort of maybe look at chocolate being chocolate, you know, dark, milk, white. But these all come from different origins. So we've got a Ugandan one here, an Indian one. I don't know if AJ's got them in front of her, but... Uh, Solomon all, Islands they're with all Sicilian direct. orange pieces. Yeah. I mean, um, this one's interesting because it's a latte chocolate. And I'm yes. wondering how, how they've got those latte notes... Um, because it, it's, it actually says it's a vegan chocolate, ethical direct trade. Um, it's not that hard to make vegan chocolate in terms of taking out certain things. It's it's obviously the milk. It is. The lactose element that's difficult. Vegan, you know, but, but dark chocolate isn't really quite as hard as some other things that, that, that you're, you're, you're trying to to, to no, and make I mean, plant-based yeah, it's a bit sometimes it's a bit of a sort of you know like a, it's an extra marketing thing to put on your packet isn't it yeah, saying it's, yeah. It's whereas it is anyway I think um, so have you got a, so let's let's do a bit of a taste test so this something is, quite milky well this one's a milky one this, this is, is a latte flavoured one that I've just given you a piece okay. there so latte flavour and again I'm presuming that's much harder uh, uh, to do I'm going to have a little taste of that have you tasted it already I have it's of course you have because it's chocolate yeah <laughs> it's creamy it's got lovely coffee notes Oh, coffee. I mean, coffee's nice. Bear in mind, my palate has just been mm. Mm. gunned to death with that. Very creamy. Actually, I like that. Mm. Have they created that creaminess? Looks like cashew nut, is it? I think it's yeah. It's got cashew nuts in it, so they've obviously got some like a, yeah cashew mm. nut milk type of thing in it. I have to say, I really like that. So this is Louisa's vegan chocolate. Louisa and her daughter Isabella. Handcraft multi world award winning bean to bar chocolate. They do mm. that in Nottingham. Yeah. I have to say, I do like that. That's actually very clever. And I, I wouldn't know any different. Would you? No, I don't. I, I wouldn't know that that was vegan necessarily. Mm. And it's it's a, it's a really nice company. They talk a lot about um, making sure that they look after the farmers that they work with in all these areas in a really ethical and sustainable way. I think people are beginning to expect that, though. I think so, too. Why, you know, well, why wouldn't you? Yeah. That, that's the answer to that. Of course you are, because that's the right thing to do. Yeah, we're seeing um, this, aren't we? We're yeah, more and more. Corp and, yeah. And are we going to try some more chocolate? Uh, yeah. What, what do you We've got the Ugandan one over here. Okay, that's good. Um, what one's that one? So this is a Ugandan uh, 72% cacao chocolate, and it won two stars in 2022. Oh, that's good. Jacob, have a, have a, let's see what you think. Uh, oh, nice snap. A little bit. Thank you. AJ knows I don't really like chocolate, so she only gives me a tiny bit. She has, she has half a bar. <laughs> Claims that she has to taste it three times in order to get a really good well, yeah, view of the taste. So this yeah. is back to, you know, Jacob, your comment about different seaweeds coming from different places. Obviously, you've got different, different cocoa beans coming from, from different mm. places as well. And just like profiles. grapes with wine, they taste vastly different, don't exactly. they? Grown in different terroirs, different altitudes. I'm not so keen on that. This has got a, a real kind of black... Like red fruit. Red yeah, fruit, fruit, yeah. yeah. Mm. 
That's lovely. So my favourite chocolate uh, maker is Duffy's. Do you know Duffy's? Don't actually know. <gasps> I don't know Duffy's. Oh, where's, where's, so where's good. How Duffy's. do we not know Duffy's? I'm writing it down. Okay. Duffy's. Can't remember where they are now. I have to look it up on my phone in a minute. Um, but they 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 are superb producers. Wouldn't say it's cheap, but it's just phenomenal. Mm. We have to try it. Look it up. Yeah. Mm. Look it up. Duffy's. Up, up north. I'm just going to open this one as well. Since okay, final one, because we've got to end the programme in a minute. I know, I know. So what have you got now? Uh, this one is Solomon Islands, 75% cacao with Sicilian <laughs> orange piece. I'm just laughing because Susie's just thrown a piece at me. Um, <laughs> not on purpose. Ooh, not got, uh, oh, look, big, huge chunks of It's got very chunks huge of chunks things. of... What is that? Orange. Orange. Pieces hmm. in it. Now, I hate orange chocolate. Not a great fan of chocolate. Because I always think of Terry's chocolate orange, which I find sickly beyond belief. And there's something about chocolate and orange that just don't go together for me. This does, though. Oh, I was going to say, I love this. Thank <laughs> because it's got that slight bitterness with the with the mm. orange, as mm. it should. Like almost like a marmalade element. To really marmalade. Yeah. See, I like that. Taste of orange. Mm. Mm. And actually, the chocolate complements it. Mm. So if you if you hate Terry's chocolate orange. Still give this a go. <laughs> can you can you read what's the what's the actual packet say? So we called? are cool. Louise's yeah. Solomon Islands and Sicilian orange pieces. There you go. Mm. I was at Malmo at this show last week, and one of the people said that they had a French buyer that refused to try the orange chocolate uh, version because they thought it was ridiculous. Because you know certain countries have certain. Um, Mm. Unspoken rules. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're like, yeah. now do you don't mix chocolate and orange. I refuse to try it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, but I think I think again, the Great Taste Awards, Crystal well, isn't it true that 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 the point of that is trying, you know, is it tasting is. some interesting combinations. Going, wow! I didn't really think those things would go together. Yeah, and there's always something new. There's always something that you've never had. I mean, one mm. year I can remember it being fava beans. I, the only time I've ever heard of them was in. Some film, <laughs> yeah, and but the, exactly. yeah, the dried fava bean snacks, and the yeah. and they were absolutely They're delicious. delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, um, I think I think what we've really taken from this, we've got another two programs uh, to do with the um, the Great Taste Awards. What we're really taken from this is, please do enter. Doesn't matter if you don't get a star. Doesn't matter if you just get a one star to start with. Nothing Actually, it's the feedback. It's yep. the feedback. So, and and you're going to get, you know, preeminent, amazing judges. So if you if you do get that feedback, it's worth a fortune, isn't it? It is. That sort yeah. Of feedback. You know, I would encourage you to enter just on that basis. Uh, I think the closing date is the seventh of February, so you've got a it few is, weeks yep. yet. Um, go on the website. Um, so uh, it's just Great Taste Awards. If you Google that, you get there, don't you? Yeah. And the timeline is uh, closing date seventh of February, I think, and then you get asked to submit around March or June, don't you? Exactly. Sometime between March and June, and we'll, mm. we'll get your product. And just as a reminder. Jacob's here with with two three stars. How many three stars were there in 2022? So there were only 241. So Jacob's Hall is pretty impressive. That is that impressive. Is wow. Impressive. And two golden forks. And, and yeah, we haven't even mentioned forks. the golden forks. So, <laughs> so, so while we're just beginning to play the music, what's the golden fork? Is this on top of the... Best of the best is the best way of describing it. So, so is um, it like a, a, a cut above? So Jacob was, uh, yeah, um, best from the southeast. Best from the southeast ah. and the best for Startisan. Apparently, the product gets tried 60 times before you get a... It goes through several rounds, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So you're really consistent. So you should be very proud of yourself. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Very. Tell us the name of your company again. Can't pronounce it. Sozier. Sozier. 
S-O-Z-Y-E. Um, really, really, really like the um, soy sauce. Oh, I Me love too. it. Mm. Try the soy sauce. Oyster sauce, pretty good as well. The soy sauce, that's uh, the Noya. Definitely going to get some Noya sauce. Mm. We, can, we can put uh, links from the website, yep. uh, but presume you can just order it online. Yeah, you can. Excellent. Whole okay. Foods Planet Organic as well. Brilliant. Whole Foods and Planet Organic. We had Renny Elliott on the other day, didn't we? Yeah, we did, uh, yeah. Founder of Planet Organic. Anyway, talking too much. Um, let's just finish here. Thank you, AJ, for <laughs> uh, you. joining me as a presenter today. And uh, Christabel Cairns, who will be with us next week as well. Thank you, Christabel. Don't know what we're going to be tasting next week. Um, so you've been listening to the Food Talk Show. I keep forgetting to finish, don't I? Well, it is, uh, which is syndicated to radio stations across the UK and further afield. And we're on Audible, Spotify, Podbean iTunes and the podcast app on your phone. Don't forget, closing uh, date for Great Taste Awards, 7th of February. Get on their website and get cracking. See ya. Bye. 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 Bye.